The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Breakdown for Monday, the 1st of February, 2021. It is a massive uh, Sunday. Well, there was only nine games, but there was lots of exciting stuff to talk about. I'm your host, Mr. Jolly of Sydney. And my partner, the other host, is, of course, Scotty Harlander. He's a.k.a. the Harlander23 on Twitter. H-A-R-Lander23 on Hitter. Uh, on Twitter. He's the hitter on Twitter. <laughs> he is a scary man normally uh, if you are in any leagues that he commissions. Uh, and by the way, if you've got questions, uh, commission a corner, you've got people in your league who are doing funny business or you've got arguments or something, he's the man to hit up because he commissions probably about 30 leagues across all the major league sports. Go and give him a follow. You can follow me, Mr. Jolly of Sydney. That is who I am with a name like that. What else could I be? Speaking of Jolly... My guest today is a very jolly man as well. He is Hank Aaron Twitter. Uh, Hank Aaron Twitter. He owns Twitter. That's why he's so jolly. He is Hank Aaron 26 on Twitter. I will get something right to start off the show. Hank, how are you? Excellent, Mr. Jolly. How are you? Mate, I am fucking great. Pardon. I am really great. Let's just say that. Uh, <laughs> I am well. The reason I'm great is because Malik Monk hit nine threes, and I tell you what, I love a good comeback story. Uh, is there any truth to the rumor that they've uh, they've they've PED tested him right after the game? <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's hope not for his sake. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, he, he might as well. He was if he wasn't uh, on performance enhancing something, he was definitely on pure nitrous oxide gas or something. Wow, uh, pretty amazing. Now, first question of the day though: Is he a go out and add? guy as long as Terry Rozier is out he's worth streaming uh he's had big games in the past he's he's never had the consistency uh Rozier only has a minor injury for my understanding so far so if you want to spot start him for a game or two if Rozier is ruled out go ahead but don't expect much uh long term Okay, that is uh, good to know. Well, why don't we just jump into it? We've got nine games to get through today. It was a, a pretty uh, massive slate. The first game on that slate was the Los Angeles Lakers running out 107 to 99 point winners over the Atlanta Hawks. And for the Lakers, LeBron James uh, had a big game. He had... 21.7 rebounds, 9 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, 5 of 12 from the field, 2 of 6 from deep, and 9 of 11 from the field. Anthony Davis, 25, 2 and 2, with a steal and 3 blocks, uh, rounding into uh, first round kind of form, if you can keep that up. Uh, 10 for 14 from the field, that field goal percentage you love. Dennis Schroeder, 16, 3 and 3, with a steal on 6 for 10 shooting. Schroeder dropped in a lot of places. If you see him around on a wire, do you grab him or not? I grab him. Uh, you know, he gives you some points, some assists. He's not, he's a borderline guy in 12 team league, but the categories he gives you, the scoring, the assists, they're hard to find and uh, he's worth rolling with. Yeah, those, those points and assists off the wire, as you mentioned, can be tough. Uh, Caldwell Pope had 11 uh, and two assists. He hit three three pointers. If you need a three point streamer, uh, he's usually around on a lot of wires. Mark Gasol, another one of these weird games where he had just two points, but he did have six rebounds, three assists. One steal and one block. He remains a decent um, blocks and center assist streamer. Uh, uh, Montrez Harrell had 19 and three with two steals. Now, Harrell, 
He's an odd one, isn't he? Uh, is he a 12-team definite hold? I think so. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's towards the bottom end of it, but I'm, I'm holding him in most 12-team leagues, especially as the wire is not that deep right now. So uh, he's, I think he's definitely worth holding in 12-team in leagues, but more of a, a bottom-of-your-bench kind of guy. And also, shout-out to the people who play points leagues. I'm, I've got him in a points league. That's the only league I have him in at all my 16-odd leagues or whatever. I'm holding him there because I figure that in, like, April and early May, when my head-to-head points league uh, playoffs are on, which I'm definitely going to qualify, but if anyone from those leagues is listening, <laughs> I'm going to be in there, um, like Errol Flynn, as we say. Uh, we expect, I reckon, at that point... Uh, LeBron and AD not playing back-to-backs and Harrell's value in points leagues really goes up when one of those guys is out. Is that a fair estimation? I agree with that. I think, I think that's, that's a good analysis. And I think that, in, and not just in points leagues, even in category leagues, uh, at the end of the season, there's, there's our own speculation, but we, we figure that AD and LeBron will be rested a little bit, which would give Harrell some more uh, bump in his stats. And there's a few teams in that sort of situation. We're looking at good teams with like big stars uh, who've either had injury problems or are a little bit older. If you've got, if you see those sort of guys floating around, because obviously opportunity is probably in some ways the biggest ability. Another example right now um, is Terry Ross. We'll get to him a bit later. He's just got a lot of opportunity opened up because uh, Aaron Gordon uh, is injured and looks like he's going to miss three or four weeks or something. So those are things to sort of look out for, obviously, as you move along. Some of that stuff is immediate, like the Terry Ross situation, and other stuff is more sort of like looking a bit into the future. For the Atlanta Hawks, speaking of the future, Trey Young is the future, and he is also the now. He had uh, he had 25, 4, and 16 assists, G. I've got him in a Roto League and a couple of points leagues, and he was just massive today. That is nice. 7.15 from the field, uh, just hit one three-pointer, and he was 10 for 11 from the foul line. Back to how he started off the season. Remember, I think we were talking about this at one point, he was averaging 13 from 14 from the foul line through the first five games, and he, he seems to have got his mojo back getting over that injury. Yeah, I think he's back back into shape, and there was there was a buy-low window for a few weeks on on Trey Young, but I think that thing is, is closing now. So you you may still be able to get him, but he's a good guy to be in the top 20, good bet to be in the top 20, and he's got the possibility to be even higher than that. Yeah, so, well, yeah very true. Over the last uh, two weeks, he is, uh, I think he's ranked seventh in the last two weeks now. Uh, and yeah. I drafted him around about pick, I got him at either pick eight, nine or 10 in the leagues where I took him. Uh, I think I took him a bit earlier in a points league. So, you want him to end up around there, but those those assists, uh, that is really nice. They get, you know, a couple of games like that in a week, and you just you win the assist category. John Collins had 22 points and seven rebounds, and not a lot else. 10 for 17 from the field, though. You like that in a couple of threes. Kevin Herter had 10, four, and three uh, on three for eight shooting. Not huge volume there. Reddish had. Uh, he had just six, one, and three on three for eight shooting. And we, I've talked about this a little bit before. Like um, Gallinari had 19 minutes, but just six points. It's a little bit messy, isn't it, outside of John Collins and Capella and Trey Young? Uh, Capella had 16 and 13, by the way, which you love, and three blocks. Exactly. It's 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 very difficult to pull value out of the rest of the guys. Herder, Reddish, even Gallinari. If somebody's injured and, and one of them is getting more minutes... You know they can be used, but but Herder is probably the best of the bunch. But they're all uh, kind of on the fringe or outside of the the twelve team you know radar. Mm. 
The next game on the slate was the Charlotte Hornets uh, in a thriller against Miami. They won 129 to 121. I think Malik Monk hit a three-pointer to send it to overtime, and he was just absolutely smoking the Monkster. Uh, I think, as I mentioned, he, he hit nine threes. Uh, he had 36, five and two. That's the best game of his career. He played 39 minutes as well. Just absolutely massive. And um, he maybe just a stream for the next game if you've got like a team where you've had injuries and you've lost a lot of guys and you want to speculate or is it just not worth it he's it's fine for one game uh but uh, rosier has to be out too so if rosier's out you can give him a shot but that may have been a career high tonight i'm assuming it is and in the past he's had big games before but he's never you know strung them together con- consistently I mean, last season he was on a burn before he got, um, pardon the pun, before he got done for the drug stuff. And, you know, like, congratulations to him for coming back from that too. You know, I made light of it before, but obviously, um, you know, overcoming addiction and stuff like that and getting yourself back together and pulling off a game like this is just great for him because he's still quite a young, a young player as well. And he, he was a high draft pick as well. So, and he's obviously got skills. I watched quite a lot of Charlotte last season because I, I'm a big fan of Devontae Graham. I, I picked him up off the wire in a few points leagues. So I just was exciting to watch them. And he, he was really playing really well too, like going coast to coast with his, um, you know, getting to the bucket, either shooting threes or getting right to the bucket. Like he, he plays the modern style of game. So it'd be interesting to see what happens and it's good news for him. But the other thing is, of course, they've got Lamelo Ball as well as Graham and Rosier. This is probably not going to be enough minutes there. Uh, although PJ Washington will miss some time. He just played 24 minutes today, hurt his ankle. He had six, seven and three with two steals and a block. We'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Uh, Lamelo Ball had 14, five and seven in his first start in his NBA career. What do you make of this? He was three for 11 from the field. It's still, even though he's probably been better than what people thought he would be, faster, there's still going to be these up and downs with the shooting, isn't there? That's correct. And his, his percentages are so far, it's the biggest drag on his value. Um, and, and it's likely something that's going to continue for the rest of the year. So the, the counting stats will be good, but the percentage will, will be a negative. Yeah, you can't complain about those, those seven assists. Um, Cody Zeller, speaking of spot PED tests, 19, 12, and 2 with one steal and two blocks for Cody. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, and, and Cody's one of those guys that does that, and he's been doing it for years. So, uh, you know, he's up to his old tricks, you could say, and, um, and he's probably going to continue doing that. So he'll mix in some big games with some bad games. Overall, it's going to be probably around top 150 to 200 value. So if you're in a 12, 14, 16 team league, you could use him, but don't expect any kind of consistency. And in a 12 team league, you gotta you gotta aim for more. Yeah, and I'm, so I'm not rushing out to grab him. And obviously, this is elevated. He played 39 minutes today because of the overtime and also the fact that PJ was injured and only played those uh, 24 minutes for the Miami Heat. Uh, some interesting stuff here, Jimmy Butler. Uh, in his second game back, he had 25, 9, 5, and 4 steals. I just did a trade for Jimmy uh, yesterday in a 24-team, uh, 9-category uh, dynasty league. I traded away uh, my, uh, McCall, Bridges, and some other pieces for Jimmy Butler. I had to give up a first-round pick, although it would probably only be like more like a pick swap. It probably cost me 10 picks in next year's draft. But you're very happy with this. And look, what do we think about Jimmy the rest of the season? 
contrary to what I was talking about before with the Lakers, because Miami have started off so bad, I wonder if they're going to be balling out towards the end of the season to get into a better position in the playoffs. And maybe Jimmy is one of those assets who might not rest that much towards that part of the season. Yeah, and I and I don't I don't think he will. And I think also with the Lakers, LeBron is someone that so far has seems like he's been resisting resting as well. Uh, over the past few years, so I'm not sure he would do it either. But but AD I think is is a good bet to yeah. rest. Butler is also someone that doesn't seem like he wants to rest, uh, and he won't and he won't if he can help it. So um, you know these are these are players that unless the team is locked into a slot, or I mean they probably won't be even care about home, uh, home court. But maybe if they, if they care about who they're facing for seating purposes. But yeah, Butler's going to play, and I think a lot of a lot of players. Kevin Durant's going to rest. Anybody who's a star, anybody who's won a championship, right? You know, anybody who's who's been there before, and they're just gonna say, "Hey, I, I don't need to." You know, they're coming back from the injury and all that. So, I think there's a handful of guys. Jimmy Butler doesn't exactly fit the mold. He likes to play through the injury, so uh, I wouldn't count on him resting unless they're really locked in and and the coaching staff is is insistent on it. Miami's a fun team to watch, and they got lots of fun players. It'll be really interesting to see how they back up in the playoffs uh, this season. I think people will probably end up sleeping on them because a lot of teams in the E, some of the key teams in the East, have improved a lot. But they've got some great players like Bam Adebayo. He had 39 minutes, 23, 9 and 2 with three blocks. Tyler Hero, uh, he's been out for a while with that neck injury. This is, I think, a second game back only, but he had hit a Poor shooting night, three for ten shooting, hit three three pointers though, and he had eleven three and eight assists as well as a steal. Dunk Robinson does what he does. He had sixteen points with four three pointers. Kelly Olynyk had eleven and seven with a block and three three pointers, which I like because I streamed him in a couple of places and I've held on to him. Uh, Andre Iguodala had nine four and five, and Goran Dragic had three points, seven rebounds, and eight assists. Anybody there that you like to hold as a sort of a long stream? Alinik, what's your view on him? Goran Dragic dropped in a lot of places. Is he a guy you pick up if you need, if you, if you see him having a four-game week? And is the opportunity there or only with injuries? Really, it's in a 12-team league, Dragic is probably off the radar. But if you've got four games, you're desperate for a point guard, you could use him. You know, you could use Olinik. He's got a little bit more consistent value this year than Dragic does, but... Olenek is the same kind of player. These guys are, if you're in a head-to-head league and you have a playoff, you, you got to start prepping your team for those playoffs and you want higher upside guys than Olenek and Dragic. So these guys can be used uh, if, you need, if you need a live body for a few games, but neither one of them should be relied on long-term. It's funny, just dropping back to Zello for a moment, I'm just seeing Dan Bespris's tweet about in his tweet storm that he's doing over in Twitter. You should check those out, by the way, if you haven't before. He says, Cody Zeller played well, and the PJ Washington injury helped him staying hot. Ride the Zeller train while he's hot, but be warned, it all comes apart every time. We've seen this movie many times before. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's some agreement with you for sure. Uh, the next game on the slate was... Uh, um, a very interesting game, which saw, I'll get to it in a moment, the Minnesota Timberwolves up against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they just didn't quite do enough to win the game. They lost by 98 points to 100 against the Cavaliers. Uh, interesting game. Did you catch any of this one? 
I did not, but I, I see that it was close. I've been I've been trying to get a little bit more uh, view on on Anthony Edwards, see how he's playing. Uh, looks like he had a you know decent game in real life, not a good game for fantasy. Um, but have have you been watching him? Yeah, so I had a, I've seen a little bit of he had two he's had two good games, two twenty uh, point plus games. I do like the Timberwolves. I got a soft spot for D'Angelo Russell, even though he doesn't play defense. He had eighteen two and four today. D'Lo on seven for nineteen shooting. That shooting can hurt you. Edwards, as the aforementioned, he had thirteen three and two with a steal. Uh, nice to see him getting a defensive cat because there's a lot of donuts there sometimes. Five of twelve from the field, which is okay given what you know he's shooting under 40% on the season. He's had two good games in a row. Dan was all about stashing him saying and he had 32 minutes today saying if you've got a guy he's a number 1 draft pick. He's now playing 30 minutes. He's in the starting lineup and you know when Cat comes back that's probably not going to hurt him. So it's worth a stash and just hang on and see how it goes and that's what I'm doing in a few leagues. Um he he does he does have a smooth looking jumper. It doesn't look rough. So I don't know. I, I I think maybe, given how many people were saying that he was almost certainly going to be a bust, you can be reasonably happy if you drafted him right at the end of your draft in your last round and you held on, or you picked him up off the waiver wire. Well, I, I think he, he you could stash him this year, but I, I don't think he's going to be much more than a late-round value if he even gets that high. So mm. um, I don't like him necessarily to put it together for this season. But I also I don't know about him being a bust and all that. So let's let's uh, let's let him play a little bit. But in terms of fantasy, twelve team value, I don't think he'll be a big difference maker this season. And the big story for the Cleveland Cavaliers was Jarrett Allen playing thirty four and a half minutes. He had twenty three and eighteen with one steal and five blocks. That just tells you what he will do if he can play those kind of minutes. And we haven't really seen that very much. There was a few games for the Nets where he had really big minutes and had huge lines. But this is probably one of the biggest, if not biggest, lines we've ever had. Basically, it's a 20 and 20 game. It's like a Clint Capella-style line. on Just and as well, efficient on 7 for 9 shooting. And he was 9 for 14 at the line. The foul shooting is uh, not great, like a lot of those big men. But uh, there was no uh, Andre Drummond today. He was out. And, of course, no Larry Nance. Uh, if Drummond gets traded away... Then and now again, looking towards the end of the season, if Drummond gets traded away at the uh, deadline, then Jarrett Allen just absolutely balls out for the end of the season, doesn't he? Yeah, to give a huge boost to his value. I really like Allen. I like him even. I was trying to trade for him last night, so obviously I'm not going to get him now. But um, I like him. I think even even with Drummond there, he's a sneaky guy to to have as a low end big, and he's got a lot of upside if, if Drummond gets traded. So. Definitely, you know, worth owning and worth targeting in a trade. Not tonight. You're not going to get him tonight. You're not going to get him tomorrow. But wait for Drummond to come back and see if you can get him a little bit cheaper. Now, I tell you what, I want to pin a garland on my shirt and walk around town showing off today because i got Darius Garland in a couple of leagues and uh, one of the best late-round draft picks this season. He had 38 minutes. He had 19, three rebounds, 11 assists, uh, nine for 18 from the field where he was very efficient and... Gee, just very happy to see him back. I held, obviously, 
in roto leagues with no IR, it's hurting when you have a guy like that who's been out for quite a while and now he's back and it's just great to see. Colin Sexton had 26-3-3, continuing his great run this season. Okoro played 32 minutes, but he was quiet. He just had four points, a rebound, an assist, a steal and a block. Lots of ones in there. Chetty Osman, we talked about him a few times, didn't we? He had 10-7-2-2 with two three-pointers. Somehow he just hangs on to having value. Yeah, he gives he contributes across the board. Uh, he usually has these ugly percentages. Didn't shoot any free throws tonight, but four of twelve from the from the field. Uh, so he he gives he gives you he gives you points, assists. He didn't get any blocks tonight. He had two steals. So again, he's the guy you can pop into your lineup, but they're not consistent enough as as a strong twelve team asset. Mm. Uh, speaking of strong twelve team assets, uh, there's a few in the next read. One of them is. Uh, Quickly, who plays for the New York Knicks. It'll come out of me quickly. Find where you go. What are you doing, Aaron? You've lost your train of thought again. You've lost your caboose of thought, as my uh, my math teacher used to say. You don't have a train of thought, Jolly. Your, your, your mind is in the gutter. You've got a caboose of thought. Uh, <laughs> a caboose is, of course, the... Uh, the jail, the jail tra- uh, carriage at the end of the train for the younger people who might not know what a caboose is. Uh, but but there we go. Uh, the Knicks, they have been much better this season, although they've I think they've lost three games in a row uh, while still playing okay. And they are now, uh, I think, four games under 500 again after being above for a while there. They lost to the Chicago Bulls 110 to 102 points. And for the Knicks, uh, Julius Randle just keeps on keeping on. 39 minutes, those huge minutes. I think he's in the top few in the league. Maybe I think only Sabonis has more minutes than him per game. He had 23, 11, and 7 with two steals, continuing to provide top five or six value in points leagues. Just amazing. RJ Barrett had uh, 14.7 rebounds, three assists, uh, seven for 17. The shooting not great. I was talking about him yesterday, and I know I've asked you about him before, and you're not a fan, but pretty huge improvement. Last season, he was outside the top 300. This season, he's inside the top 120. Uh, prior to today, he was inside the top 75 in the last uh, uh, last week, I think it was, or two weeks. Um, huge improvement, but still not grabbing him if you see him on a wire? I don't, just because he's he hurts both of the percentages. He's not a good turnover player. He doesn't deliver much in terms of defensive stats. I, 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 I like I like players who have points for trade value. Uh, but I would try to if I if I grab them off the wire, it'd be more with the idea of trading them later on. Because if his you know points per game is around twenty, you'll be able to find a taker. You'll be able to package him up in a two for one. You may be able to use him to buy a, a struggling player. So. Um, he has carries some value because of his points, but overall, as a nine-category player, it's it's the the full package isn't there to get him above the top like mm. one twenty. Now, quickly, as I talked about before, now he's a guy I've grabbed in a few spots. He's now had uh, three games over twenty-five points in his last five, and today he had sixteen points, six rebounds, and seven assists. So he's had. Four top fifty type value games out of his last five games. Yes, I'm I'm all over him. I recommend him as, as an ad if he's available. Uh, I missed the boat on him earlier this season. Right, he had a few good games, and I was really tempted to grab him. I didn't. 
Uh, luckily, he had some bad games, so he kind of ended up staying on the wire, getting dropped, and now I've, I've snatched him everywhere. Uh, if he's still available in your league, you got to add him. Yeah, absolutely must too add. Too much up, just too much up. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's a microwave scorer. He no steals and blocks. He doesn't get the defensive stuff, but the the he the points rebounds are there, the assists are there in some games, and he hits his three throws pretty well, and uh, and he hits three pointers as well. And he's not afraid to shoot him. He, had, he took seven in this game, two for seven from the field. The other thing to watch, of course, is the minutes mix between him and Burks and Payton. Burks had 28 minutes. He had 18 points, a rebound assist, and two steals. And he's a guy that if you see him on a wire, you grab him and pick him up because it looks like Peyton is the one to miss out. He had just 18 minutes today. That's a couple of games in a row with less minutes. And he had just five points and two rebounds on only five shots. Now, Mitchell Robinson only played 20 minutes. He had 9, 8, and 1. Nerland Snowell had 8 and 7 with five blocks in 27 minutes. Um, I've... Yep. I've now, it was last week, I think, we talked about this, and I stashed Noel on um, uh, leagues where you've, where you've, weekly leagues where I can put him in a bench spot and I don't actually need to use him in case uh, Robinson got injured or something or, or something happened like this. If they play even minutes even, like, you know, 24-24, then Noel has value, doesn't he? Even 20 minutes. Even 20 minutes, Noel can be used. Uh, in a 12-team league. I picked him up last year. I think he was playing about 20 minutes. Uh, his ability to rack up blocks and steals in, in very little time. He's gonna If you're in a nine-category league, it's going to be very little turnovers. His percentages are good. His free-throw shooting was pretty good last year. This year, it's, it's much lower, but there's a very small sample size there. So if he could get back up to 75% free-throw shooting, um, his defensive stats are great. You know, he's not going to score a bunch, but he could also get a bunch of rebounds in that short amount of time. So um, definitely worth worth holding. If, if you have an open spot in a 12-team league, uh, I like him more than a lot of other uh, guys that you could add. Now, the guy I reckon is the, probably the best um, ad in all of basketball right now because he combines being available in a lot of places with just stuffing multiple, multiple categories. He plays for the Chicago Bulls. Who do you think I'm talking about? As an ad? Uh, oh, Thaddeus Young. <laughs> yeah. He, as I was, I was just joking on a thread with the lads, uh, one of the leagues I play in, saying, he's the best young big man in the NBA. And someone said, he's not young. And I was like, he's Thaddeus Young. <laughs> <laughs> so he had 13, 8 and 8 with one steal and a block. Uh, he had a three-pointer as well. He, uh, he doesn't get to the foul line that much anymore, but those rebound and assists are just great, aren't they? Yeah, he's you know he's a good guy to stream right now. He's hot. I was talking to someone last night about adding him. Uh, my opponent for the week ended up adding him, and uh, <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Yeah, well, if they play four games, he might end up getting like I don't know, sixty points and you know thirty-five rebounds and thirty-two assists or something. Because yeah. I think he had like basically a triple double almost in his last game as well. He is really hot right now, and he's providing top 50 value uh, in nine category at the moment and pretty huge value in points leagues as well. Uh, Zach Levine is a guy who provides value in all kinds of leagues. He had 21, five and three with a steal, uh, eight for 16 shooting a three, three pointers. Kobe White has been a bit disappointing this season, uh, but he had 13, four and six, but Lowry Markin is a bit of a story. He had 35 and two. Uh, gee, it'd be nice if he had a few more games like this, wouldn't it? He's, he's a bit underwhelming with the consistency, but he does have the ability to go off because he had six for 12 from deep on 11 for 18 shooting. 
Yeah, Lowry is is inconsistent, but we've seen him crack even I think top thirty in the past. So um, you, you gotta like it. He's at forty three right now on a, on a per game basis. He's got room to go up. Uh, I think he will. I think he's a good guy. Uh, if the durability is the biggest issue with him, but I think skill skills wise and production wise, um, if if you ride him, you're gonna you're gonna like what you get as long as he stays on the court. Mm. Uh, yes, indeed, you, you will like it very much. The next game on the slate was the Portland Trailblazers up against the Milwaukee Bucks, and uh, the Bucks gave them a flogging. It was 134 to 106. You're probably going to see some games uh, like this every now and then with Portland, just with having so many guys out. Uh, when they're really pumped up and uh, they're playing against teams that uh, might not be that fantastic, they're going to win some games. When they come up against good games, uh, good teams, and especially on back-to-backs like this, they're probably going to struggle. This was a blowout. So there's some kind of unusual lines mixed in into it. Like, for example, Nasia Little, who got a spot start and had 18 shots, on huge usage, he had thirty-six and one with one steal and two blocks. You're not adding Nasir Little, are you? I'm not. No, and I think with the Blazers right now, we're going to see a few random guys pop up with big games until McCollum comes back. But if you look at the the previous four games for Little, he had a combined nine points. So uh, this game is a, is a one-off. You know, don't read too much into it. Yeah, and just a quick read on a few other things there. Lillard only played 27 minutes. That's well under his numbers. But he still managed to have 17, 3, and 7 with a steal and a block and two threes. He just keeps chugging along. Rob Covington continued to be just putrid from the field. Ranker than Septic, as I say. He was 2 for 9. He had 5 points, 8 rebounds. But he did have 2 assists and 2 steals. Cantor managed a double-double in his 25 minutes. Uh, uh, And Simons had 15, 3, and 5. He's another one maybe you consider streaming. Uh, he and Trent are the two streamers, although Trent shows what he can do, which is stink up your uh, field goal percentage on one night and then go off the next. Because in his 29 minutes, he was just three of 13 from the field and he only had eight points, which you do not like. For the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis had 18, four and six. He was two or three from the foul line. You like the fact he only had three foul shots if you've got yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a bonus, isn't it? Uh, Middleton had 17, 5, and 9 with two steals. He's continuing to have a really good season. Uh, Drew Holiday had 22, 7, 6, and three steals. Uh, again, he's having a strong season too. The guy I want to ask you about was two. Bobby Portis had 21, 8, 2, and 2. I had him, I think, in a couple of places. I resisted getting him anywhere. I dropped him. But what are we doing with Bobby? Is he just a streamer too? To, if he's available on your wire and you don't cry into your beer if someone else gets him? I, I would add him. I think he's, he's, he's... I wouldn't cry into my beer, but I think I, I'd add him if he's there, especially if you need a big guy. And I, I would hold him. I mean, he's been, he's been around top 100 this season. It looks like he's you know, solidified in that role. He has some you know, games where he doesn't perform much, but... Uh, I hold him as a low-end big. Would you add him over a, a Crowder type? Yes. Okay, that's good to know. I'm just seeing, is he available in Dan's uh, Roto League? I don't think he is. Um, I've got to add someone to drop Crowder. Uh, would you add any, add any of these guys? Uh, Diallo, Mills, uh, Garrison Matthews, Simons, Josh Jackson, uh, Josh Hart, any of those you would add over Crowder? Mills, I, I think I would add. Yeah, and I got some good value out of him earlier in the season too. He's been 75 on the season and he 
he, he's been shooting with good percentages as well. Uh, the other one to ask about is Dante DiVincenzo. He has, he's outside the top 250 in the last week and outside the top 200 in the last fortnight, outside the top 150 in the last month. I have him and I'm holding him, but if you drop him, I get why. I just think it's a, it's a rough shooting stretch. And he'll he'll get it fixed and and he'll he'll be more productive. Plus, the Bucks have been in so many blowouts that his minutes are artificially low. I think so. Um, I think he's a hold, and I think if someone drops him, I'd be I'd be willing to add him over Crowder, over Portis, um, over Malik Monk, over a lot of other guys. All right, that's good to know. Uh, the Sacramento Kings uh, won the next game on the slate. They beat the New Orleans Pelicans 118 to 109 points. Uh, and this any game with the Kings is kind of exciting to watch. I think I'm not sure if it, how much of that is driven by fantasy uh, and how much of it is driven by, well, Sacramento used to be exciting back in the early 2000s when I was sort of I don't know, in one of the periods of my intense NBA fandom, and I, I really hated the Lakers so much, and I wanted them to beat the Lakers in that, that famous early 2000s uh, um, series with Chris Webber where the referees basically cheated for uh, Kobe, RIP, of course, to, uh, to win that series. I've always had a soft spot for them, and they have amazing wild fans and stuff. But most importantly for me right now, I have Rashawn Holmes, in a lot of leagues, and he had 17, 10, and 3 with six blocks. I love it. I have a lot of Rashawn Holmes, too. Um, loving it. He's killing it, and he's paying big dividends. Let me also just say that I was a Lakers fan, and that Lakers-Kings was also more or less at my peak of fandom as well, so I really enjoyed those games, and I really enjoyed um, that Robert Ory 3 is probably the best single moment from the entire uh, Lakers three-peat run. So uh, yeah, think, let's just say as a Lakers fan, you know, we love it. I think I actually smashed up my coffee table watching the, the game where where you guys ended up getting like 21 foul shots to like one or something in the fourth quarter. Refereed by Tim, refereed by Tim Donaghy. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh yeah that was uh, that was yeah. bad that was bad stuff. Um, what what is not bad? Uh, oh, by the way, I, I voted Holmes into my All Star team in the West before LeBron. <laughs> that was, <laughs> and the reason I did that is because he had he had six blocks in a game, including four where he was already on five fouls. That's All Star for me, uh, and especially the value that he provided where he was drafted. He's inside the top uh, th- three rounds of value this season, and he was going around about pick fifty to 60 in most leagues, sometimes even later. Uh, Fox, 38, 4, and 12 on 14 for 24 shooting. You're a bit of a Fox fan, aren't you? I like Fox. Uh, I think that the the free throw percentage is what what drags him down. But I like him as a player, and I I like him to move up. So I think if someone is still willing to sell low, I'd I'd grab him if I could. Yeah, and he, uh, amazingly, was 7 of 7 from the foul line today. Get yourself a lottery ticket. Harrison Barnes had 24, 8, and 4 with one steal and one block. He's providing sneaky sort of like top 80 value on the season from from very late on. Bagley fouled out, and he wasn't great either. 5 for 12, a 10, 4, and 1. Dan is being <laughs> slandering him over on Twitter. Shout out to my mate uh, Mike from Vietnam who said, it's not slander if people are telling the truth. 
<laughs> He's not very good. Um, Tyrese Halliburton had five, 11, six assists and a steal, though, even though he only had two for seven from the field, provides value. Whiteside went back to just 14 minutes, and he was five or six, five and six with no blocks. And I'll be dropping him. I grabbed him in a couple of places just in case because I think I might have been drunk. For the Pelicans, uh, Ingram had 25 and two with a steal. Lonzo Ball. He's been good since he came back, certainly in terms of fantasy anyway. He had 14, 2 and 5 with 3 steals. You love to see that. Zion had 17, 8, 2 assists and 2 steals for Zion. Uh, 6 for 13 from the field. Unlike him for the field goal percentage to be down. But that's uh, that's Rashawn Holmes' defense in the interior, isn't it? Oh, man. Holmes is, Holmes is playing really well. And he had a great game. So I think that's the third time this season he had 6 blocks. Yeah. Um, he's having a career season and let's hope he stays healthy and keeps it going josh hart had 15 and 13 with four assists and two steals here he's another one of these kind of frustrating guys who you grab and then they do nothing and then you let him go and then they have a game like this yeah and hart uh you know kind of contributes across the board to some degree so when you drop him he can pop off for threes blocks steals assists right the whole the whole package so it is, it is frustrating with them. He's inconsistent, and they've got a number of guys ahead of him in the pecking order. So it's not, he's not going to have any consistency as long as the team is healthy. And the next game on the slate was the Houston Rockets, uh, who actually quite good. Uh, I don't know if you've seen much uh, Houston basketball. Is it uh, of late? They won 136 to 106 over OKC. Is it an exaggeration to call uh, it a big three? with John Wall and Oladipo and Christian Wood. It's certainly a fantasy big three. It's a gross exaggeration to call them a big three. <laughs> if, the, if the other big threes we're talking about are, you know, Magic, Kareem and James Worthy, Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, and uh, Michael Jordan, we're talking LeBron, Bosh, Wayne, right? those, Larry Bird, right? Those uh... big threes. Oh, come on. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, unless, unless you want to call them a big three like the Sacramento Kings. No, no. What about, what about, that, Celtics? Even... What about the Celtics? What about like Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown, and Kemba or something like that? You know, I think I think they at least even, – even they don't belong – see, they're, they're the big three like, like Chris Webber, Vladi Divac. And a Doug Christie or whoever the third player was. <laughs> Peja Stojakovic, yeah, right? Whoever you want to say that. It was yeah, like, Bibby, right. Bibby. Wasn't it Mike Bibby was there Mike for a while? Bibby, Mike, Mike, you know, Bibby. Mike Bibby I like too, by the yeah, way. He was, yeah. he was a good player. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, these guys, they're, they're not bad. And they, 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 could be, they could be a great team. They could be a good core. Uh, if they can stay healthy, uh, there is some potential there. But, um, you know, it. They got it. They got it. They got to get a little bit better to, to be a, a big three. Fair enough. Uh, let's have a look at their lines though, because like I said, it's a it's a fantasy big three. If you think about it, especially depending on where you drafted. I think when you look at fantasy, 
um, you know, I don't need Christian Wood to be give first round value for me to consider him to be just a, like a fantastic pickup. He only had 26 minutes, but he had 18 and 11 with an assist and a steal and two blocks. He had two three pointers as well on eight for 13 shooting. Just beautiful lines from him. Uh, they just keep coming. Oladipo had 15, three and seven on some not great shooting. And I talked about this before. He's like over the last three seasons, he's been shooting around 40% on average, uh, just below or just under. Uh, and, um, the other guy is John Wall, of course, and he had 18, 6, and 5 with two steals, which was nice to see. Eric Gordon had 25 points on five three-pointers. He's going to sort of like combine these these stretches where he has like two good games and three crappy games, but he remains a, a good three-point streamer type in that sort of like Joe Harris uh, mold, although Harris does provide a few peripherals. Uh, for the Thunder... This they got flogged here, so it's a bit hard to read too much into all of this. The minutes were spread out. Shea Gilgis Alexander had 19, 2, and 5. Malandon had 11 and a rebound and assist, 11 points and a rebound and assist, and two steals. Al Horford is back and he had 12, 7, 3, and 2. Lou Dort did not do very much, and Baisley had 15 and 6. Uh, Baisley, now this is the one I wanted to ask about here. Uh, is he a season long hold? He's he's a guy you can reach for, but he's he has been very inconsistent this year, this year, and um, I, I don't I if you can you can try your luck with him. I'm I'm not I'm not running out to grab him, but if he's available on your wire and you just have a you know dead spot at the end of your roster, you can try him. But there's got to be better options. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's good to know. I've, I've, I've dropped him in a few and I've kept him in a couple just because he's one of those late round guys that you think is going to be a steal and you sort of want to be stubborn and hang on a bit, but I should let him go. If I'm going to drop Dante DiVincenzo in a couple of spots, then I should drop him too. Uh, does that sound about right? Yes. If you're going to drop Dante, you should drop him, but I would hold Dante. There you go. The next game was the Phoenix Suns up against the Dallas Mavericks, and uh, the Suns won by one point on a basically a buzzer beater by uh, Devin Booker. Nice to see Booker back. He had 24 and one with no assists, though. Continues to not get assists in the Chris Paul era. Chris Paul had 34, nine and nine on two steals. That gets me excited because I've got him in one of my main leagues. McCall Bridges had 10, four and three with a steal and a block. Now, Cam Johnson versus uh, Jay Crowder. Johnson had 35 minutes, 10 and 5 with a steal. Crowder had just 15 minutes, 2 and 2. If you've picked up Crowder, he's a drop. And Johnson's probably not a pickup, is he? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so not really much interest. Let's move on there and talk about yeah. that. Talk about Dallas. For the Dallas Mavericks, Doncic had 25, 5 and 8 with two steals and two blocks. 10 for 11 from the foul line. Weirdly, he was 7 for 19 from the field. This season, it's his foul shooting's fine, but his field goal percentage has become a big negative. Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's, and I think they're they're still kind of he's rounding into shape. His field goal percentage is not terrible on the season. It's what forty six, so it's not awful. But um, I think there's there's going to be some you know room for uptick there, and and hopefully can iron out his free throws. Although that that may take another season or two. Fair enough. The uh, Zinger had 19 and 10 with an assist and a steal and three blocks. That's nice to see. Now, one of the reasons he can provide that sort of like up to third round value is because of the blocks and three pointers. Three blocks and three three pointers. You love that from your center, don't you? Oh, I love it. Love it. He's he's 
He really is a fantasy unicorn, and um, if he's got it going, he's he's got a stat set unlike almost anyone else. Uh, I'll tell you what's not bad. Not bad is having a good Valentine's Day because you have some Manscaped products. The Valentine's Day Lawnmower 3.0 package. That's what you need, fellas. Valentine's Day is upon us, and our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, are here to tell you you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day. Two million people are already using Manscaped products to groom, so you need to be one of them as well. Uh, look, your girl might not know what she's going to get you for Valentine's this, this day this year. So just sort of maybe send her a link and say, hey, Manscaped. And the best way to get started is the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0, full of the best products to keep you looking, smelling, and feeling nice. So uh, it comes with a pair of Manscaped boxes that keep your junk feeling fresh all day long. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxes to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxes. Uh the Perfect Package 3.0 is led by the revolutionary third-generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Of course, you know all about that. It's great stuff. Uh, you can also complete your grooming game with a new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped, the same signature scent that's in all Manscaped formulas. This cologne is the perfect complement to the collection. Uh, it's the perfect package for your perfect package, as they say. Now, when you support uh, manscaped.com and you use the code HOOPBALL20, you're also supporting us. That's what keeps HOOPBALL going. Our lovely sponsors, of course, our premium subscribers help out quite a bit too, but you get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. Your balls and the people who love them will thank you. That's HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. Free shipping, of course. Now, the Mavs are another one of these messy teams where potentially there's a number of guys who have value, but they all seem to steal from each other from time to time. So uh, here, Hardaway Jr. had 18 and four with two, two steals. He's a guy that really goes hot and cold. Josh Richardson, 24, five and four with two steals. This is the kind of ceiling this guy has. Like he can easily be a top 75 player, but he just doesn't string it together, does he? No, and it seems like his role is too inconsistent here. Um, you know, he did have a couple years in Miami where he was top 75 two seasons in a row. So there's a lot There's a lot there. You know, we've seen the upside and we've seen him be at least somewhat consistent. Uh, looking at his stats now, I mean, he needs to basically kick up the points, uh, which, is, which is possible. Um, and then, you know, uh, what else? Maybe get a little bit more assists. I... I don't know. I, 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 I'd like I'd like him as an ad over someone like Jay Crowder. Yeah. Um, what about Dante? Would you drop Dante and add him? That's what I'm actually thinking of doing. Uh, I actually have Dante, and I think I could drop him and add Josh Richardson. Um, I'll probably be stubborn and, and hold Dante, but I, I, I wouldn't fault I wouldn't fault you for doing that. I think it's reasonable. Well, the last game of the evening is in some ways probably the most exciting one because the Grizzlies won 133 to 102, smashed the Spurs who uh, were on a back-to-back and uh, they've got some old guys and the Grizzlies, I guess, are a bit greedy to catch up with all the games they missed uh, and kind of a pound uh, old man Spurs. Well, they're not really the old man Spurs anymore, are they? I'm just saying that because of LaMarcus Aldridge has been hurting me so much in Roto <laughs> that it just does well, not Well, there's the Rosen as well, yeah. you know, they're... There's some some age. So uh, Memphis had, I'm looking here, it's eight guys in double figures, including Deng, who had 19 and 9. Uh, Bain had 10, 3 and 1. Melton had 17, 7, 5. Two steals and a block. I almost can't breathe because I picked him up in five leaks. 
Wow. <laughs> he, this is, it's not going to stick, is it? I mean, or is it? Who, Melton? Yeah. I, I like him. Uh, you know, that, that's a huge game. But I, I like him. I think he's, he's someone that was producing like top 75 value with small minutes last year. Um, I like him. I hold him. I, I think he's, he's worth holding. So he's a guy. He had 26 minutes. There's an interesting one. The difference between him in 20 minutes and 26 minutes is what you can see here. Like in 20 minutes, he's like a sort of a 13, 5, and 3 with like, you know, a couple of steals and a, and a block guy maybe or like two steals and no blocks or one of each or something like averaging like 1.5 steals and a block. But here he has 26 minutes and he gets to 17, 7, and 5 with two steals and a block. He manages to get 14 shots off and he hit five three-pointers as well. Um, that is like a top 30 value line today. Um, uh, like, you know, if that was extrapolated over the whole season, that's a top 30 player. That's like a Jimmy Butler type line on a big, on a, maybe a little bit lower on points, but those five threes are beautiful. Uh, also beautiful is Brendan Clark getting 18, six and two with a steal and two blocks. We talked about him earlier in the season, just 22 minutes for Clarkie and he's really picked it up, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been playing really well over the last few weeks. I was, I was wrong to doubt him and uh, he's, he's hot and, I think people are worried about Triple J coming back, but you know he's Clark's playing very well right now. Of the other guys, Anderson had 17, 8, and 3. After being very quiet for a while, he seems to have picked his game up a little bit. But of course, all of this big man stuff is a bit influenced by Jonas uh, Valanciunas being out. So we imagine when he comes back, there's a few less minutes at power forward for Kyle Anderson. He's in there because maybe Clark slides over there um, and Valanciunas has to come into it. So... How does everybody fit, or does Tillman just drop out? Well, like you said, I think I think Tillman drops out, and, and everyone else gets a little bit less. So Dang, Jang is going to be dropping, you know, dropping out too. So there's going to be a lot of people's values going to go down when Jonas comes back. But uh, for now, it looks like the wealth is being spread around. Lucky last for the the uh, the read tonight, Keldon Johnson for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, he's been really good, hasn't he? Like he, he, he sort of has three, like two really good games, one or two good games, and one dud per five, which you can't complain for a sophomore uh, who who had an injury as well through the off season. Uh, Twenty-five, ten, and three with a steal and a block. Seven for uh, seven for sixteen shooting, three three pointers, and a perfect eight for eight from the foul line. Yeah, he's doing great. He's been top eighty this year so far. Doesn't look like that's going to slow down either. So if you picked him up as a free agent this year, he's going to be one of the best pickups. Yeah, Aldridge, my man. <laughs> yeah, just 18 minutes, 12 and one with one steal and one block and two threes. That's okay, given how bad he was earlier in the season. But uh, he's probably my worst draft pick, I would say, in terms of where I drafted him. If you factor out Nurkic... Uh, Nurkic got injured, so that that sort of covers up the mistake of drafting him. Drafted. What was the worst pick? Nur, Nurkic early in the third round or Aldridge um, late fourth, early fifth? I mean, Nurkic has done nothing so far, but I, I also drafted him. I think he'll be back, and, and, and I'm hoping he's going to be productive. I think that when we drafted him so early, though, we overlooked. He has a pretty extensive injury history, and I think we just glossed over it. And uh, we should have been more careful about that. Uh, Aldridge, you know, we, we joke that he's old man Aldridge, but he's 35. I'm 34. You know, so, <laughs> so, you know, I, always, I always notice that they're talking about someone like they're so old. This is his 15th year in the league. And I'm like, this guy's 32. He's two I, years younger than me. Well, wait till you, 
I'm, well, I'm older yeah. than I'm older than a few coaches in the NBA, so there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> we won't get into that. Uh, Millsy had 11 and two with three three pointers, which is what he's there to get for you. Uh, Dejounte Murray had a quieter night. He had just two for nine shooting at six five and four, but he's been red hot of late. And shout out to Jacob Pirtle who's your block streamer, one of the top block streamers around because he's always available. He had six, six and two with two blocks. Uh, that is it for tonight. Hank, thank you for joining us on Sunday evening. Oh, sorry, Monday evening. God, I'll get it right in a moment to go through the lines with us. And we look forward to seeing you again next Monday, mate. I'm looking forward to being here. Good on you. Take care and keep on rocking. All right. I'll see you next week. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.